everyone, and welcome to a special holiday edition of Monster Mania Radio. My name is Rob Dimension. Beep, beep, Richie. This is Dave. Ho, ho, ho. It's Doug. And David Hagen. Humbug. Is it any surprise that <laughs> Doug is the one giving the shout-out to the hoes? No, no, brother. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's how uh-huh. I use it. All right, guys, let's let's start this. I hope off. it has nothing to do with his Yuletide log. <laughs> I burn it bright, baby. Now we're getting festive. All right, guys. So, what are the Hagens going to do for the holidays? We're coming to your house. Oh, are you? Yes. All right, awesome. Hey, man, it was like it, seventy-five today. I was ready to open up the pool. Uh, it's going to get cold the next couple days. I hope not. <laughs> it is winter. I, I know, but I'm just not used to it. Like today, it was like there was it was humid today. It was like you know 75 degrees, and I, and I walked outside. My glasses fogged up. I was like, "What the hell?" But anyway, all right. So enough, enough of the weather because it's it's abnormal. Uh, yes. probably like some of the people on this podcast. But what is the what are the Hagens going to do for the holidays? Well, usually what we do on Christmas Eve. Uh, one of us gets dressed up like Santa Claus and comes in and does the whole gift-giving thing with the grandkids and all that stuff. Uh, and it always occurs when I either am running late or I get a alarm call that makes me leave uh, Doug's house just as Santa Claus comes. And then every year I just miss Santa and I come back in and the kids run up and tell me how I missed them. Except I think this year, I mean, do any of the kids not know that it's me now? Uh, probably the six-year-old. I think my 15-year-old's on to you. <laughs> <laughs> the secret's out. <laughs> yeah, bah humbug. We'd like to get a little hockey game in when we can. Oh. We have so, our Hagen Winter Classic. Which... Okay, wait, wait, now hold on. Let's get some details about this. So is it is it ice or is it street hockey? This is uh, this is pure street. Pure yeah. street. Well, because five, six of us can't skate. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, that makes it a little bit easier. Does it get a little a little aggressive? I'm sure it might. Um, if you consider Dad checking, oh come on! I, I my, knew this was going to come up. If you consider him checking my ten year old into a pole, he did a fence. That. It was a fence. It was a fence pole. Okay. It was a fence um, pole, at like a four inch diameter pole. And he basically shoved him right into it. <laughs> I did not. I, I yeah, just, he did. It was the follow through. He did not. I was on his team and he did. <laughs> Rob, th- this is when my kids were under 100 pounds and you could just like blow on them and they would fly. Uh, now that my older two are teenagers, I'm not sure he's getting away with that move. Oh, we'll see. Then we we essentially play. I got five goals two years ago. I'll get five goals again. Yes, I did. Absolutely, I did. What, we Rob. were taking shots from the half court so, well, the whole wait, wait, wait time? A hey, they go in, they go in, biatch. I want to yeah, know. So is he, he got five goals? Yes. Rob, Rob, he got five goals. And, and I'm again, a goalie. Let no assist. Wait, wait, wait. He got no assists. I don't uh, need assists, baby. I, I do it all. I was also playing holding the hand of a three-year-old using a left-handed stick. Uh, what else? Anything else you want to throw out there? Our goalie was seven. I think he was older than seven. Yeah, he was older than seven. And all was, I can he, say is he I was got eight. the five goals. What did you guys get? Oh, yeah, he was eight. Yeah, he was the same goalie. He was he was like the steady goalie, Rob. So we were all shooting on the same goalie. I, I have to say, like, Big Dave is sounding pretty boisterous about this. It seems like he might be the man that to really beat. Rob, you know how some well, people well, like. You know what? Uh, he definitely is not the man to beat in fantasy football. I'll tell you that much. Oh, uh, well, we will see, my young friend. We will see. Just because oh, you wait. won one game. Uh, I won I won two games again, two and one. Two okay. and one. All right, we'll see. We right. got one coming up, probably. You know how people peak in high school? <laughs> I do. <laughs> Big Dave peaked Big Dave against peaked in eighth grade. Um, probably younger than that, actually. <laughs> they call him Shut Out. That was in high school. <laughs> Big Dave I peaked the, against nine-year-olds. Goals against average in North Catholic's intramural league. Rob, and most that's, of the kids that's, that's didn't even have sticks. Too, Lower bro. than a goal a game. Man, Big Dave sounded like the he he might he's upholding the uh, the Hagen the Hagen Rob, Cup. 
could you imagine if they played like other high schools or like things like that? Whoa, they'd be crazy. All right, listen. I almost want our listeners to write in and comment, and then I feel like giving out a location so they can watch this shindig if we can put it on. Oh, that's uh, hey. If if you want to be embarrassed in front of people, that's fine with me. (laughs) (laughs) I am every time you announce the uh, costume contest. Man, this is a heated conversation. We got a lot of show to still go, guys. Yeah, well, we'll see. We, we might only be doing it with three of us. <laughs> you might get down to two if you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so is there a certain few favorite movies that you guys enjoy or that is a must-watch or that you guys all watch together besides the normal Christmas story that I think everybody watches on their 24-hour marathon that they have? Is there anything I else you guys not. watch? You don't. I, 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 don't, I try to watch I don't Bruce. think I don't think I've ever seen a Christmas story all the way through. Get out. I swear to God. I try to watch Scrooged every year with Bill Murray. That's that, a that's a great personal one. favorite. Oh yeah. I am a fan of that. Uh I will admit though, I do go and watch the old Christmas Carol. Do you really? Yes, because uh, I, I like that one too. The my, what, what's the old Christmas Carol? Well, they've got newer ones with Jim Carrey where it's animated and like the George C. Scott one or what are we talking yes. about? Oh, that George guess, C. Scott one's good. Yeah, yeah I don't know. That's Listen. not the old one though. You're talking about the Alistair Sim one. Yeah, that's the one I think. Look, here's the deal. My mom was not the uh, best at things, so I used to wrap everyone's Christmas presents at midnight on Christmas Eve, and I would leave her only my presents to wrap, and I would always watch that while I wrap presents. And Doug's mom is also the worst gift buyer ever. That is very true as well. Uh, Christmas, uh, actually, one of the highlights of my Christmas would typically be just ragging on how bad my mom's gifts were. <laughs> because oh, she, she got you Deep Purple concert tickets too. Because because you open it and then uh, you know my my first response, her first response is, "Oh yeah, Doug said you'd hate that." Uh, Dave would open it and say "Goodwill" and throw it across the room. <laughs> At one point, my mom physically cried on Christmas morning. Oh, I swear yeah. to God, she cried and walked upstairs. That was probably the most entertaining Christmas morning I've ever encountered. Wait a, now, wait, wait. How old were you? Christmas gift. Uh, I was probably in my twenties. Oh, so it was so you're no, being no, a little no, bit. Uh, I mean, like, like she'll buy stuff like you know, like purple, like you know, bikini briefs, you know, like. You know, very, very weird things, <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, like, who the hell are you buying this for? Uh, it's like, like, ha- have you, have you known me for twenty plus years? So we're I, gonna assume that you don't wear purple bikini briefs. No, no, it, okay. it was very, uh, fair enough. I just was double checking. Yeah, yeah, there's just some very like weird, weird stuff that uh, I don't think she knows me well enough to to buy me anything. Isn't it crazy how? certain movies because you know when doug was talking about it it started to make me think that we get emotions based on movies that we watch and they create memories like you know you had said a christmas carol the older version that you know it became like a a, a pattern where you were watching them every year you know where you're watching it every year as you were wrapping gifts and it now it's embedded into your into your memories and now you've you've i assume you still do it even though you're not wrapping presents well you still are probably wrapping presents no i i definitely try to watch it uh i just watched the and the newest animated version i think jim carrey was the voice oh yeah how's that i watched um it was all right i mean it's the same story it was just animated uh you can't even tell it's jim carrey to be honest at least i couldn't and i watched it with my youngest son and i don't think he's ever watched the old version so you know, it's just a newer take on the same story, and he liked it, so maybe that's something he and I start to watch from here on out, you know what I mean? Like, it's all about building those memories, and sure. as I said, watching the old one, we have a younger half-brother, and I used to just wrap all of his presents and then watch him open them in the morning, so it's, you know, it's the memory, that's all it's about. And that that's a great version, I, I actually watch that, or I try to watch that every year, too, um... I mean, my, I can remember my mom and dad watching that. One of the things I watch every year, um, there was a Twilight Zone called Night of the Meek. Oh, uh, yeah. That's a good one. With uh, Art Carney. Art Carney, like, yep. I make a point to watch that every Christmas Eve. 
after like when I could when I get back from you know visiting with the kids and stuff like that that like that's the last thing I watch or one of the last things I watch before I go to bed it's probably my favorite Twilight Zone I guess while we're while we're on the subject are there any Christmas horror movies that you guys end up watching every year Doug I mean I know that this may not be right up your alley but I'm just never sure like Gremlins could be you know that easily falls into the Christmas horror movie Rob we don't watch I don't watch Gremlins um, Dave, oh, oh, of me. here you go. Here goes wanna, the dick move. Do you want to hear about that? I do. Go ahead, dickhead. Or so, <laughs> cut that out, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what I can say anymore. Go ahead, Dave. Okay. Uh, so I'll typically tease Doug for crying during Gremlins, and um, you know, specifically around where the Gremlin gets microwaved, uh, because you know Big Dave, uh, Doug's mom Rita, and and us, you know, all went to see Gremlins as kids. And Gremlin gets microwaved, it explodes, he starts crying, Doug leaves the theater. Now, in Doug's defense... Was this last he, year? No, he was two years <laughs> old. He, 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 he was two years old. So, uh, in Doug's defense, yeah, he, he was two years Isn't old. Gremlin's watching like PG-13? What are you taking a two-year-old to PG-13? Well, hey, they got to learn sooner or later. <laughs> oh, my Questionable God. parents. Man. Oh, yeah. It is amazing... That I have reached 35 years old. Every week, Doug, I, I gain a new appreciation for you and your survival. Ask, you, ask Big Dave if kids are supposed to drink Mr. Clean. You've reached 35 years old because of these things, not in spite of them. Mr. Clean is good for your immune system. No, I, I hey, it's not. I hey, it's not my fault. You opened up a bottle of Mr. Clean as a child and drank it. Oh. While Big Dave was probably sleeping. Or rocking out the music so loud that you couldn't hear him from a foot away. That was Visitation, Rob. Dave, either one of you guys have a, a, a Christmas horror movie that you guys tend to enjoy? Um, I, I don't have one that I, I watch in particular, um, but like you know, movies that I wouldn't mind like watching again, like you know, Krampus comes to mind. You know, Jack Frost, you know, I think is a good, you know, just like a good like mm-hmm. like wintertime movie. So maybe yeah. not necessarily Christmas, but you know, just you know. Hey, it's cold out, and you know—is is there something more thematic uh, with that? Um, I mean, I think *The Shining* is a good, like you know, snowy kind of wintery sure. movie as well. Yeah, I really liked when we were doing spooky films at Christmas time every year. Uh, it's funny there; uh, some of those films are being released nationwide now for Christmas, like yeah. *Silent Night, Deadly Night*, and *Christmas Evil*. Like, I really enjoyed showing them, you know, with a group of people that might not have seen some of them before. Uh, there's not a particular one of those that I that I watch every year, but I really did enjoy, you know, showing the the. I guess we should we did it what twice, so it was four different Christmas movies. I, I don't I don't think I have a new one for this year for me to watch. Well, I know that that Shout Factory, Scream Factory, they just released the Silent Night Deadly Night Blu-ray. It actually came out on Tuesday, and that came with like an exclusive Billy figure and they're. I feel like it's introducing a whole new audience to that movie. That movie really has gained a lot of momentum the last two years. So I, yeah. I've made it a point to, you know, I have all five sitting here and I'm, I'm going to watch all five of those in, in order and try to get through them all. Cause I don't think I've seen four and five. I don't think, but there's so many, so many movies that are out there. I, I like a movie called Santa's sleigh. That is uh, Bill Goldberg, the wrestler where he plays, you know, like the evil Santa Claus that movie I haven't is, seen that. That is so good and so funny. I highly recommend it if people can find it. It's really good. Very funny. Yeah, I haven't seen that. That was one of the ones I was considering showing this year if we would have done uh, spooky films for Christmas this year. Yeah, and that was always a, a good thing that you did. You know, that was a, a always a moment that brought horror fans together because there's not really anything for, you know, November, December, January. So, you know, f- for for us... You know, it got us all back together right around the holidays. So that was great. So that's how we uh, ruin people's lives for Christmas. What do you do, Rob? Uh, it's the first Christmas that I've been with my parents in over 20 years this year. So wow. we're really excited to be able to celebrate Christmas together. Um, we've been getting together every weekend, uh, typically on the Saturdays. And my wife and my mom and my daughter, they've been making, last week they made gingerbread cookies and we get together and we play games. So, you know, like Monopoly or, 
you know, Uno or whatever. And uh, we've just been having a blast, you know, just having a blast being with family because, you know, they were on the West Coast for so long. Um, and then this year we're, we're actually going to go to my aunt's house who lives down here. My aunt, my uncle, all their kids, everybody else, we're going to do a Pollyanna you know, like a secret Santa type thing. So we drew names a couple of weeks ago. We're going to go there Christmas night, hang out, exchange gifts. So, and again, I haven't been celebrated Christmas with them in even longer. So it's, wow. it's really, yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to it a lot. It, this year, more than ever, I'm totally in the Christmas spirit. You know, we, Kim has done more than she ever has for, you know, decorations as far as like outside and stuff. And, our tree is enormous in our house and it's all decorated and stuff. And, uh, you know, she's got the mantle done and it's just, it's out of hand. It's a little out of hand, but I am in the Christmas mood and <laughs> it, it is, it's a little, it, it, you know, cause every time that she goes out and she comes back, she's got something else. She's just like, Oh, I thought about this. And I thought about that. And I'm like, Holy crap. Like, you know, we're going to have Christmas, you know, we're going to have bins of Christmas stuff in the garage. Well, I saw pictures of your lawn. It's, when uh, I think you put it on Twitter or on Facebook, and I created the uh, the aliens looking down at it, saying, "Oh, that's just the, that's just the, the dimension celebrating Christmas." Really, like I mean, dude, we never have done anything like that except for you know, like Halloween was the first one this year, and then uh, a kid, a, a couple parents came up and they said to Kim, "Our, we, you know, we have to specifically ride by your house." Our kids, you know, love seeing the, the inflatables and blah, blah, blah. And, of course, I said, oh, there it goes. So as soon as they said that, now she's like, ah, oh, I got to make sure that they're up. And, you know, because a lot of times the inflatables, people take their inflatables and they keep them down during the day. But not us. We have that, that shit running, you know, 24-7, you know, the day See, after I, Thanksgiving. I ride around in a car with a BB gun and shoot all them down. <laughs> I'm surprised no one has. But, dude, how about this? We had carolers. Yeah, I Saturday saw. night. Saturday night, people. Someone knocks at the door. It's like eight thirty, and I look out, and there's all these college kids, and they all. We had just done a whole bunch of gingerbread cookies, so we gave them all gingerbread cookies. They sang two songs. It was crazy. I immediately thought of the Adams Family cartoon where they're pour, where they're pouring boiling hot oil on the Christmas. Carolers. I know you said that to me, and I said, "Yeah, we didn't didn't quite do that." I was blown away. Because that's that stuff never happens where I lived before. Living so close to Philly, you know that would never happen before. So it, it's just it's crazy to be in the environment that we're in today. Was so, the singing any good? That's what I want to know. Yeah, it was decent. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that they should record an album. <laughs> it was good. the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Yeah, it was good. You know, I I like, was blown away by it to be honest. See, a Hagen move would have been if they're bad. You probably like egg them in the middle of the song. <laughs> no, we uh, we gave them all gingerbread cookies, and um, it, I thought it was a, an awesome gesture. You know, somebody it was somebody that lives in the neighborhood, and they had their little little girl with them, and they, they it's a whole college group, and they go around, and I guess that's what they do. But I was just I was taken back by it. It was nuts. It's like where do you live? You know, this is like. I'm waiting for you guys have seen the, the movie Funny Farm, right, with Chevy Chase, where yeah. everyone reenacts whatever they're supposed to do for the perfect so that they can sell the house. And it's like that, you know, it's like are our neighbors like really crazy or what? But all right. So, guys, we're going to take a, a quick break here. But before we go, just a reminder, tonight we have two guest announcements, which, Dave, I swear every time that we record a podcast – you have more guests. People are soon going to keep saying, just keep recording podcasts all the time. <laughs> so we keep getting more and more guests. I mean, we're still like, it's December and this convention isn't until March. And man, I'm working on some things that, you know, I'm hoping come to fruition here so I can announce those very shortly too. But uh, two really good guest announcements, I think tonight and uh, looking forward to it. And guys, just a reminder, if you're not following Monster Mania on Facebook, Go to Facebook, look up Monster Mania, and actually click on the icon. And there's a little thing that you can click on it too that allows you to get all the updates as soon as they happen. Because to be honest, a lot of times, you know, we're announcing them here. And when people ask, who is it? Who is it? Don't tell them. Make them listen or make them wait. You know, this is this is the payback that you guys get for being, you know, 
for being great listeners and, and caring yeah. about the convention. We really appreciate everyone that tunes in and all the comments that we get. And, you know, most times, though, we have the guest announcements here. If not, they are directly on Facebook. So when we come back, we will have horror news, we'll have guest announcements, and who knows whatever else. So don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Billy Pelser has a nice home. Yeah, Ma, it's me. A nice job. A nice girl. If you're not doing anything this Thursday night, maybe you'd like to uh, go out on a date with me? I'd love to. And loving parents who are about to give him... You're gonna like this. No, 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 don't shake it. We're gonna have to open it now. It won't wait till Christmas. The most unusual gift <laughs> he ever got. What is it? No. It's your new pet. Come on, Barney, be a good dog. My dad gave it to me. But there are a few things to keep in mind. If you expose it to the light, you may hurt it. If you get it wet, it will multiply. All that from water? They got wet? Yeah, plain water. And most important, no matter how much they beg, never, never let them eat after midnight. Because when they do, they change. They become clever, <laughs> mischievous, What's going on here? and dangerous. Gremlins, huh? Little monsters. Right. Hundreds of them. Well, I, I don't know, maybe thousands. They've been here too. Billy, what are these things? Where do they come from? Look, I know it sounds crazy, I know. But in a few hours, you're going to have a major disaster on your hands. Directed by Joe Dante. They'll be expecting you. Grandpa, I want the truth about Christmas. If it's the truth you want, then it's the scary truth you're gonna have. According to the Book of Claus, Santa, Satan's only son, lost a bet and was forced to spread Christmas cheer. But now, all bets are off. Yes, there is a Santa Claus. Ho, ho, hoes. Santa Claus is not a myth or a legend. He's real. Only he's not bearing gifts and presents anymore. Christmas can sure scare the dickens out of people. He's scary yet educational. I'm just trying to spread a little yuletide fear. Are you saying Santa is offing everyone who's naughty and nice? Oh, Nicholas shot him! You <laughs> shot Santa? Get away! Santa's on the loose! This holiday season... Oh, oh, oh. Lock your doors. Bolt the windows. Oh, Grandpa got run over by a reindeer. Everyone stand back. Things are about to get a little messy. And block the chimney. Cause naughty or nice, Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa's sleigh. Go ahead, kid. Let's see what Santa got you. I hate children. Seven o'clock, Psycho sees Santa's workshop, and only Lee Majors yes. can stop them. In the night the reindeer died. Be here. You can't show that commercial. That thing looked like the, the Manson family Christmas special. Think I'm way off base? Yes, you're, well, you're a tad off base, sir. Frank Cross is more than the youngest network president in television history. Call security. Have them change his locks and toss him out of the building. Oh, he's fired? It's Christmas. Thank you. Call the county. Stop his bonus. Oh, watch out. Ah! He's a thoughtful boss. Thanks, boys. Get the nurse. A generous brother. What did he give you last year? Uh, I don't remember. A shower curtain. Excuse me, ma'am. I think you dropped something here. And a true humanitarian. 
I can't get the antlers glued onto this little guy. We've tried crazy glue. Have you tried staples? But his life is about to change. That was a good one. You are going to be visited by three ghosts tomorrow at noon. God, tomorrow's bad for me, Lou. As a matter of fact, the whole rest of the week is a washout. Anyone who thinks he hates Christmas is wrong. Ghosts he hates. <laughs> I love that bitch! <laughs> I'm the ghost of Christmas presents. <laughs> Bill Murray. <laughs> Karen Allen. It sounded like you'd seen a ghost. A ghost? John Forsythe. <laughs> Bobcat Goldthwait. Hey! You want to see me, or is this a shotgun in your pocket? <laughs> you know this one? Everybody knows this one. Let's go now. Yeah, does everybody know this one? <laughs> Carol Kane. Robert Mitchum. I really care. David Johansson. Oh, I'm having the weirdest day. See Bill Murray get Scrooged. Hey, back off, big man. That may work with the checks, but not with me. Welcome back to Monster Mania Radio. Last week, we made the announcement of Tony Todd as Candyman. And someone went on the Facebook page and commented. They must have listened to the podcast. And they said, they should start. we should all start calling Dad Candy Corn Man. Oh, man. <laughs> I thought that was great. Oh, I'm, boy. That's fantastic. Who said that? Do you remember? I don't remember the person's name. I, I got a lot. On, on your man. Facebook page or mine? No, it was on the Monster Mania convention page. Oh, okay. I got to check this out. That's and it came up on my phone and I'm in a quiet office all day and I looked at it and I started laughing hysterically and everyone in the office is looking at me and they already do, but they're looking at me like, what the hell is wrong with this guy? And I'm just cracking up because I had a picture of dad dressed as a dumbass candy corn like hosting the costume contest there you go or doing a photo op in a candy corn costume when he smiles and, I was and all dying. his teeth are candy corn he's got a jacket and he's got yogi in his other hands I had, him as, I had him as no teeth because they're rotted out from the candy corn of the mountain Dew. people are listening and they're having a good time along with us so that's the yeah. best part that, that, that is the best part i really do enjoy when people like people corrected you when uh rob when you said that um Loomis was the one that shot uh, Michael Myers in part two in the eyes. Right. Can we just talk about that for right a second? Right on there. So, yeah. uh, and I get it. I, I get that I made a mistake. But people have to understand it's like late at night some of the times. And the problem is, is that when you think about it, we, we don't know if Laurie Strode even went to the, the firing range, right? So if you take a gun, what are the odds what are the odds? I'm glad that I'm glad they're forgetting it for the new sequel. I'm glad. I'm glad that that's, that's been X'd out of it. Because it doesn't make any sense. Because I guarantee if, if if she shot the gun first, right? Like if I shot a gun for the first time, it's going to kick back. I'm not going to shoot it again. I'll just yep. be like, oh, okay, Michael, you can get me. Whatever. He's only got a scalpel. What's he going to do with a scalpel? Thoughts for the day. <laughs> get that out of your system, right? I, I did. I okay. just was like, because when I was thinking about it, I was like, does it really? I mean, I, 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 obviously I know that it was Lori, but for a second I, I, I just forgot. And now that I was thinking about it, I was like, man, it just doesn't make any sense. Dave, why don't we give one guest announcement now, and we'll give one later. Okay. Well, the first guest announcement that I can make, um, we are adding to the uh, group of, of kids that were in IT. We added Jaden Lieberher, who's actually originally from Philly. He plays Bill Denborough from IT. He's the brother of Georgie, the older brother of Georgie, uh, you know, more or less the main star of the film, other than Skarsgård, I guess you could say. Um, so really happy to add him. Now we have four of the kids from It. Just saw it again the other day, and man, you know, it's it's a powerful film. It it's a really really good film. We'll talk about we'll talk about it a little in a little bit, uh, but really happy to add Jade into the show. Awesome, another great addition. But let's get to some horror news. <laughs> Okay, well, riding on that uh, John Carpenter story with the revival of Halloween, 
Uh, he has. It's been in the news that he has given his approval on a script for a remake of Escape from New York. So now we have um, both Halloween 2018 going to be coming out, and he's given his approval for uh, the script for Escape from New York. The script is written by Neil Cross, and Robert Rodriguez is scheduled to direct the film. So we've got yet another John Carpenter original film being remade. Uh, so let me ask you a question. First of all, did, have, has everybody seen Escape from New York? Yes. yes. Negative. I knew that was coming. What is your opinions about that about that movie? I really like it. Um, I really don't like it. You really don't? Really? No. Why is that? I, I don't know. I, I think I saw it probably, um, you know, probably between the ages of like 10 and 13. And even then it was like, yeah. Really? Uh, I mean, yeah. So I mean, this was probably, you know, early '90s, and you know, by that point, maybe everything else, had, maybe everything that was new and escaped in New York had already been done. But like, like I, I and I, I like the John Carpenter movies, um, you know, like Big Trouble in Little China, you know, Halloween, um, but it just had no appeal to me. Oh, I liked it a lot. I, I mean, and looking back now. You know the uh, the opening scene, basically where they crash a plane into the twin towers. Yeah, you know that's a little prophetic. I actually talked to Carpenter about that um, later, and he said that when nine eleven happened, the first thing he thought of was you know Escape from New York. Why? What's your opinion? I actually really like it. I think it's a a, a real fun movie. Yeah, um, I mean it, it. It's got its hokey parts. Of course. Where the guys the guy's driving around with chandeliers on his car and stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it's, it's a fun movie. I hated Escape from L.A. Absolutely hated it. Um, but I really enjoyed Escape from New York. I thought Kurt Russell was really good in it. Adrian Barbeau. Uh, you know, I mean, it's just, I really enjoyed the Ernest movie. Ernest Borgnine. Yeah. Ox Baker. Yeah. That's a, that's a good one, man. I, I, I like that movie a lot. So while we're on the subject, um, can we talk about remakes a little bit? I don't know if we've really touched it about it, about how – and I think Doug kind of answers this a little bit because he had said his son sat down and watched the remake of A Christmas Carol, but he was used to watching the, you know, the original. So does, does having remakes out there, does it hurt the original in any way, shape, or form? Well, it's funny you say that because it, in one of the other horror news stories I have, actually, the original Crow director, Alex Proyez, uh, went on Facebook and basically pleaded, I guess you could say, with Sony not to go through with their planned remake of The Crow. Uh, this one's going to be called The Crow Reborn. Sony bought the rights to The Crow, I think it was last year. They've got an actor already scheduled to reprise the role. His name's Jason Momoa. Um, and he's begging people not to come out with a new Crow. Uh, begging Sony not to come out with a new Crow. So, you know, I, and I think his reasoning is that it, that it's, the original Crow was a Brandon Lee film and it should always be that and no one should come out and redo it or or do any sequels to it, although they've already done that. I was going to say, um, they had a TV show. They had, yeah. they had, I think, like five movies. They had a lot. I think I watched, I know, I've, I know for a fact I've watched one, but I don't know if I watched anything past two. Uh, I did, actually. I, I was a big fan of The Crow. I, I can remember when it came out as a Kitchen Sink comic book, actually. It was like, I think it was a four-part black-and-white comic. Um, then we had uh, some of the, you know, we had that Crow reunion uh, at Monster Mania. I think we did it twice. We had James O'Barr at the show. I don't know. I mean, like going back to the question, I wonder how much that does affect things. I mean, I can remember when it was first announced and, and they had released the um, clown makeup photograph of Skarsgård in the clown makeup. And people like on social media were absolutely trashing it. Um, you know, everybody preferred the Tim Curry version. Kind of reminds me of when uh, when the first Batman came out, or prior to Batman coming out, when Michael Keaton was announced to portray Batman. He was known for you know a lot of his comedic roles at the time. People were like crazy mad that Michael Keaton got cast for Batman. I mean, there were protests 
petitions, all kinds of stuff going around. Uh, you know, comic book fans were extremely angry about it. Uh, and it turns out, I mean, now he's regarded as one of the best portrayals of, of the character. Um, it comes out, and I would think that probably now more people know the film version of it than the television version oh, of I it. I believe that 100%. So do, do you think it – does that take away from the Tim Curry portrayal of it? No, I don't think it I does. Don't, I don't think so at all. Nothing from the original is going to change. It is exactly the same way. The, the DVD or the Blu-ray is still on your shelf. Nothing's going to change. If anything, it might bring more people to enjoy the Crow, the original Crow, and then we might see – you know, a, a Blu-ray release that has all kinds of information on it, all kinds of extras, just like Silent Night, Deadly Night. You know, they made a remake of that. It's called Silent Night with Malcolm McDowell. I just watched that yeah. the other day. That's a good movie. We showed that last year at Spooky Films. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I don't think that, that having remakes of anything is bad. So I'm sitting here as we're talking, and I'm watching The Dark Knight, for instance, right? So you, you brought up about Michael Keaton. This one has Christian Bale. But at the same time, does anyone say that Cesar Romero is a better Joker than Heath Ledger? Well, that, that's what, I mean, the argument is, in that case, does Heath Ledger replace, you know, Cesar Romero? Well, I mean, if you watch the TV show, it's not like Cesar Romero does a terrible job. He does a great job. I used to love the Joker as a kid, but times change, our tastes change, uh, you know, plus... Things if that we love, they have to expand. You know, that's why we have more Star Wars. That's why we have more Batmans. That's why they, they just had Justice League. You know, there's some people out there that love Ben Affleck as as Batman. But there's other people that, you know, would rather see Christian Bale or, or Adam West. I love Adam West's portrayal of Batman. I love it. It is hokey and corny, and I love it. But at the same time, I enjoy Michael Keaton's. I didn't like George Clooney. I didn't really care for Val Kilmer's portrayal, but I really do love, I like Christian Bale, he's good, but I haven't really seen enough of, of Ben Affleck to know whether or not it's, it's you know, if he's irreplaceable, but if, from what I understand, that the movie's just, they're not doing great, so, you know, I don't know, I, I, I barely watched Batman, Batman, versus, Superman. Batman yeah. versus Superman, I barely watched that, I don't know it, I don't know if on the new Wonder Woman, if she's any better than Linda Carter, I don't know. I think it's, I mean, you all have to take it for what it is, you know, I mean, you know, one of my, probably my favorite horror films, the 1931 Dracula with Bela Lugosi. Sure. One of, one of my other favorite horror films is Christopher Lee's first Dracula movie, Horror of Dracula. Um, they're both, you know, the one is basically a remake of the other, you know, with, with some script changes, but I, you know, I appreciate them both for what they are. And both of the films are probably, you know, in my top 10 favorite horror films. So it, Stephen King had a quote one time. I think it was Stephen King. Um, they asked him, you know, what, you know, what they thought of uh, a movie that com that had come out and how it had changed, you know, his, his book. And he goes, oh, my book's not changed. It's right on the shelf over there. Mm -hmm. Still the same. You know, so like that was like his attitude, you know, like what he did was unchanged. People can come along and do different interpretations of it. Um, and sometimes they're successful and sometimes they're not, sure. you know, Absolutely. I, I, I love the first Fright Night movie. I thought the Platinum Dunes Fright Night movie was really bad. Like I just, you know, I like the individual actors, but I just didn't think the movie had the heart that the original one did. Um, you know, we'll see what happens with this crow. It's not going to change the fact that, you know, Brandon Lee was the crow and it's not going to change anything that's, that's been, you know, filmed for that movie uh, you know the movie is still what it is um, absolutely and you know and to your point it, it might bring some attention back to the original like i was looking online um, i want to get the new uh, i'm going to get uh the scars guard it when it comes out and i was looking to see like best buy has a has a new steel box version that's going to be coming out target has uh one of those i think it's called lenticular like when yes. you, when yep. you move it, it it changes it's yeah. like he's always looking at you or whatever um so i was looking around to see what kind of versions they had and what the prices were and i went on amazon to see what their prices were and when i did a search for it blu-ray the television version came up 
in Blu-ray. And I, I could almost guarantee you that that was made into Blu-ray because of the release of the movie. 100%. I mean, I could be wrong, no, but... Dude, I think you're 100% right. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I think it, to your point, I think it increases interest in the original in a lot of cases. And if it doesn't, the people weren't aware of the original anyway, so it's not hurting anything. Yeah, and, and you know, like Doug had mentioned earlier, as far as A Christmas Carol, most kids are not going to sit through a black and white film or, you know, are going to watch George C. Scott's version. They're just not going to. But if you put an animated movie out there with Jim Carrey's name attached to it, now that's going to bring families in and, and you're going to have a whole new generation of watching that movie. There's nothing yeah. wrong with it. Yeah, I think you need a decent amount of time span. And like with that movie, it's it's a remake almost word for word. But as you were saying with Batman, when Christian Bale Batman and Joker was a much darker version of, you know, Adam West Batman and Joker, whatever his name was. So when it gets to that level where it's a complete, you know, it's technically a remake, but it's a completely different story. And The Crow, my kids don't know The Crow. I remember watching The Crow. I think I was probably a teenager or younger than that, going to the movies with Dad and Dave. So now if it comes out and it has a good, you know, interest and promotion scheme like it did, you know, maybe my kids will want to see it. I remember seeing it as a kid and not liking the movie and probably being scared and not watching it. Um, but my kids and my nephew wanted to see it, so that's why I went and saw it this time around. And they've talked about they want to watch the original now because of, going and seeing the other version the newer version yeah and i think that's what's going to happen is you know now they're having that, that chance dave what's the date of that january 13th it hits january uh, 9th january okay. 9th all right good because uh, I, i'm looking around for that too i kind of think they missed a boat on that man that would have been the perfect uh christmas release you know a lot of people would have wanted you know, maybe the more expensive versions of that, you know, the steel box version or the lenticular one or whatever. Um, you know, I, th I think they missed the boat on, on that a little bit and they would have been better off releasing that, you know, like the middle of December. Okay. Well, nah. let, me, let me ask you a question about that. So let's say in the, in retail at target, most Blu-rays and DVDs on Tuesday when they come out, they're loss leaders, right? So they have the Blu-rays for 16 bucks. Then on like Thursday or Friday, they jump up to $20. So it, does it make sense for them to put that movie out when everyone's shopping with gift cards and going to be shopping anyway? That's what I was going to say. I think that's not a holiday movie. And it doesn't matter when they release it; it's going to make bank. Yeah, but I mean, how much how much spending money do you have in January? What's oh, the Rob, release date, Dave? January 9th. Yeah, so I mean, you're talking immediately after Christmas, and it's it's not a cheap release. I mean, it's it's up around thirty bucks. But Rob come, made a point. Down. How many Visa gift cards are handed out, or Target, or Walmart, or Best Buy, or you know whoever? the stores are they have enough gift cards that circulate at christmas time that's money spent right there yeah so what are you saying like that they're going to go back into the store to buy it is that what you're saying i don't i don't follow what you're saying yeah when when people get all these gift cards at christmas time because nobody wants to give cash so they give gift cards and people are going to want to buy it no matter when it comes out yeah it could come out on christmas day and they're going to go buy it so i don't think that matters at all and as Rob's pointing out, once you get your gift cards, January 9th only, you know, whatever, 15 yeah. days after Christmas, you know, that money's being spent. I don't know. I just I wonder if it if it's if it's smarter to get the money up front at Christmas over over the, a loss leader after the holidays. That's I, I guess so. my, that's my question. You know, that's my that, I guess that would be my question is as to that like you know, I'm gonna. I know that everyone's gonna be in the store, and they're gonna say, "Oh, twenty dollars. I'll just add that to, you know, Johnny's gift gift pile, or he'll love that." You know what I mean? They're gonna, and they possibly could sell more. I don't know, but I think I think it also comes down to what else is being released at that time. I mean, obviously, they know better than than I would. It's like saying it would have done better if it was released in October, more around the Halloween time. That movie was gonna make money no matter when it was released, and I think the Blu-ray DVD. Same thing. It's going to make money no matter when it's released. It doesn't matter. 
Yeah, I, I, I definitely wouldn't fault anything that they did with it because everything they did worked. Uh, you know, the the promotion they did ahead of time, I think, you know, caused a lot of interest or stirred a lot of interest in it. And, you know, when it came out, I mean, prior to it coming out, the movies over the summer, I mean, this was like a record year for poor performances of movies. Um, you know, the the film going, we were talking like it was the lowest at its, at its lowest point in 15 years or whatever. And then all of a sudden it came out and boom, man, like, you know, the lights came on again. Um so, you know, I'm not going to fault them. I, I just thought maybe it would have made sense for them to come out with it in time for Christmas. Next up on Horror News, Stranger Things has been renewed for a third season. Probably no surprise there. There is a Stranger Things It connection, though. Uh, in episode three of season two, uh, the character played by Sean Astin, uh, his name's Bob Newby, he relates how, as a child... He had fears of a clown called Mr. Baldo. It turns out that the people behind the show actually wrote that in uh, kind of as a as an Easter egg, I guess you would say, to the Tim Curry version of it. Because uh, when they saw the television version of it as a child, it definitely scared the hell out of them. So they wrote it into the script that they kind of tied it in with the Sean Astin character, which I thought was pretty cool. Also, it turns out that the skateboard used by Bad Max in season two is actually a exact duplicate or replica of the skateboard that Michael J. Fox used in Back to the Future. The producers went to a company called Madrid Skateboards and had them duplicate the skateboard from Back to the Future film. And now the company actually has a whole line of Stranger Things Season 2 skateboards out there. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah, I've seen, they have about maybe six to eight different designs. Uh, I'm not a big skateboarder by any means. Um, (laughs) I would love uh, to see you on a skateboard. (laughs) (laughs) Surfboard, boogie board. I don't give a shit. I just want to see you on a board. That's it. Okay, we we could play our hockey game on skateboards. How about that? Oh, dude, you're dying. Someone please videotape that for me and put it up for me so yeah, I can dude. see it. Big Dave wait, wait, doesn't wait. know how to ride a bike. You oh, know, put I, his I ass was, on a skateboard? I was going to say, how about we ride bikes and play hockey? We'd almost play like polo. Oh, my God. Bicycle polo. There you yeah, go. Big Dave can ride a tricycle. Just And I'll wear the... Uh, oh, you, you can get I'll, one of them I'll wear little... the jigsaw makeup. You can wear. You can drive the rascal. You can get like a little rascal and drive that around. <laughs> That'd be pretty... That's, that's a pretty good sight. I, actually, we should we should get drunk and do that, <laughs> like 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 rascal hockey polo something. Dude, I'm always down to get drunk. So whatever you guys want to do, let's make it happen. Now, Dave, <laughs> while we're uh, on the topic of Stranger Things, did you have another guest announcement? Yes, we do. Actually, in speaking about Mad Max and her skateboard, uh, we're really excited to announce that we've added Sadie Sink who plays Mad Max in season two. Uh, she will be coming to the show. So she's our first Stranger Things season two guest announcement for the show. Um, her character, for those that you know have watched it, they know uh, it's a pretty predominant character. She's new for this season. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think people that have gotten the autographs from the stars from season one, at Monster Mania, they, they, this is definitely a great autograph to add to the collection. Uh, she's one of the main characters and all new to this season, so it'll be a great chance for people to get her autograph. Stranger Things is so popular right now. Uh, I even saw that on uh, Black Friday they had the Stranger Things mock VHS box set, the DVD set at Target, which is a Target exclusive. They, they were selling for 10 bucks, And, I mean, they had tons of... I think this is a great opportunity because it'd be great to get that actually signed. I I heard that that was coming out. I haven't seen it yet. It's actually like a, is it a, is it a larger VHS box? It looks like a VHS box. Yeah. And it has the blue, has the DVDs in it. Um, And they were selling them on black Friday for 10 bucks. I think they're normally like 17 bucks. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, that's awesome. Here's the deal. Big Dave does not like target. Oh, well, I'm yeah, s- he he's an anti-Target guy. He'll never see that. He'll he's never- a Walmart man. Walmart man. No, I mean not. That's not really true. 
Yes, it is. He goes back as far as Kmart, too. Kmart's his real jam. Oh, Kmart's <laughs> terrible. Man, that was a bad store. When I was Rob, a kid, it was when I was when I was a kid, it was good. But man, it man. got dirty. Hey, come on, man! Blue light specials. We that used to walk to Kmart, and you could get the Philly Slurpee cup. And I always wanted like Mike Schmidt. Dave would always want Von Hayes, and I always got Juan Samuel. I got goddamn Jerry Curl. All right, so guys, look. Here's the thing. So we're wrapping up. This not only is a wrap-up of the holidays, but this is also possibly a wrap-up of 2017. Is there a, a favorite moment that you have this past year that you, you know, you looking back, you kind of kind of smile or think to yourself that was pretty fun? Is there anything, anything like that? Okay, uh, no, I think one of the, you know, you know, highlights, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, we all get together and, you know, host the costume contest or judge the costume contest, you know, three times a year. Um, yeah, but just one of the more memorable things was, you know, I guess there was a, uh, you know, female Pennywise that, you know, came up for like, you know, the sexiest costume and did like, you know, a little dance. And I, I just thought that was like really, uh, entertaining. I mean, the, the costume was very well done and, um, you know, the movie wasn't out yet, but yeah, you know, just a memorable costume and, uh, you know, a good, you know, we all had a good time together. For me, I would have to say really honestly, bringing the podcast back again has been fun. I mean, it's. You know, I get a chance to talk to, you know, uh, the kids almost weekly. Uh, we're, we're trying to, you know, at least stick to like a bi-weekly schedule. So um, we don't get together in person all that often, but it's always fun to do this. And, you know, just and, and it's fun to interact with the fans and, and let them see, you know, another side of, uh, you know, or a little bit behind the curtain of what Monster Mania really is. That and in looking back over the year, I would say the Guns N' Roses concert that I saw at the Spectrum, uh, Wells Fargo Center, oh. the Wells Fargo Center Guns N' Roses concert was pretty awesome. Yeah, I have to say, uh, going to the concerts has been fun. Uh, Dave, Dad, myself, my oldest son, we've gone to a few concerts together, and uh, that's pretty memorable. You know, I, I remember my first concert going with Dave and Dad to Chuck Berry down at Penn's Landing waterfront for free. Uh, and I don't remember anything about the concert. I just know that was my first one. And, you know, my son's first concert was all of us going together and it was Guns N' Roses. So that was a pretty cool moment for sure. And is there anything else, Doug, that you just look back and think, wow, how could I have done without? Rob, get ready. I'm ready. These, these horror movies I've been watching, I'm on a kick now. I'm doing like one a week. You're hooked. No. But <laughs> I mean, we're trying, you know, we're, we're trying. <laughs> what did you just watch? You, didn't you just watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space? I, I just watched Killer Clowns from Outer Space at like four in the morning on Saturday. I think it was. I bet you loved it. Um, it was good. It was entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, the old guy thinking, you know, it's a spaceship and then he sees it's a tent. And the first thing he asked is, you know. Maybe we can get some free passes that uh, I can't tell you how many messages I get for people that want free passes. I get them too, man. Um, so that, that was pretty entertaining. And I'm like, wow, this guy must have family that come to Monster Mania because uh, the free passes are just wild anymore. I get that whenever we add a headliner. You know, I'll hear from somebody that I haven't heard from since the last big headliner that they liked. You know, and it's like, oh, come <laughs> on, you know? Yeah, so... It's killer, but uh, I thought the movie was entertaining. Um, I was glad the uh, the bad Sheriff Mooney, or whatever his title was, mm-hmm. he was pretty annoying, so I was glad he got it. Uh, the fashion was awful, which makes me glad that I was like four years old in the 80s. Oh, I'm sure your hair was teased out anyway. Nah, we had crew cut. No, he, he had the biff. Oh. No. And he had the Michael Jackson jacket. Oh, the Michael Jackson jacket! Hell uh, yeah! It, it was the it was the beat it beat it jacket. That's what yeah. I called it, the beat it beat it jacket. Wait, Dude. so it was the red with the zippers? Yes. Goddamn oh. right it was. No, was mine black? No, uh, I think yours was red. Rob, I may have been so awesome. I must curse there. I uh, probably had both. <sighs> Man, that's Did like. Mike? It's like it's like the good and the evil. It's like the Walmart and the Target going head to head. Nah, man. Michael Jackson was. <laughs> so so here here's what probably happened. I probably got a red one for Christmas and I hated it and gave it to him. 
So see this, Rob? At Christmas when Dave was like six and I was three, he was already yelling goodwill and throwing presents. <laughs> so, you know, little bro's got to scoop in and you got to get some beat it, beat it on, man. You know what? For for on the on the going out of today's podcast, we're gonna play some Michael Jackson. That's what's gonna happen. We're gonna play some Michael Jackson. But first, guys, just a reminder: if you haven't yet, please make sure that you subscribe to this podcast. It's always on Podbean. Tell your friends when you see the post. Share it. Keep the secrets. Don't tell everybody. Uh, if you're not, a, uh, if you haven't liked Monster Mania, I'm sure that you have. But if you haven't, by any slim chance, or you, you know, maybe you haven't, go to it. Go to the page Monster Mania Con and click like. Make sure you you know you get the the up to the minute updates as soon as they happen. You can follow Dave at Monster Mania Con on Twitter. Myself, I'm at Rob Dimension. Make sure you check out my YouTube page. It's YouTube.com backslash Rob Dimension. I also will have my new website up. Believe it or not, it's only taken me like seven years to create a new one. Uh, you can go to robdimension.com. I actually even have a little link there for the podcast. I mean, we are a brethren. It is happening. For me, <laughs> the the best thing, and I agree with you, Dave, we had so many comments over the years to bring back the podcast. So bringing back the podcast has really made it uh, – it's, it's good for me because – you know, we don't we, we we don't talk that much, you know, on the phone and this gives us an opportunity to talk and discuss things and we have some laughs and we have a good time. So I really enjoy it too. I can't believe like when we did restart it, I couldn't believe four years had lapsed since we've done it. It's crazy. It didn't seem like it was that long. Mm-mm. No. But guys, I hope everyone out there has a great holiday season. They have a great new year, they're safe. Don't drink and drive. Say your prayers. Eat your vitamins. I'm Rob Dimension. And I hope you don't get goodwill presents. I'm Dave Hagen. <laughs> and if you do, give them to little Dave. I'm Doug Hagen. And I guess I'm little Dave. So, uh, yeah, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, everything in between. Guys, we'll see you in 2018. Take it easy.
Santa Claus. You gotta believe me. You just gotta believe me.